Hey, it's Cole talking. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you're listening to this, I assume that at some point in your life, like me, you've had some sort of encounter with American evangelicalism, whether that's firsthand, like my story, or just the simple fact that you live in America and are exposed to it in one way or another. Maybe growing up, you went to a camp or some sort of youth group or Maybe you grew up in church, um, and I think the popular narrative of the American Christian church in terms of the ideology of Christianity is that Christianity is the solution to your problems. And I think if we look back at the stories of the people in the Bible, and we honestly assess the Christian experience I think we quickly come to the idea that maybe that's not so much the case, that Christianity isn't even offered or positioned as the solution to our problems. And today I want to talk about kind of three ways that we see that it actually makes life probably more complicated than it makes life more simple. We can even start with the story of the 12 disciples guys who were fishermen and tax collectors. And this guy, Jesus, this rabbi, this teacher, shows up as they're living their normal everyday lives, fixing their nets, catching fish, and pretty much just liking the way things were. And he shows up and he disrupts their life, immediately making it more complicated than it was before. And for three years, they go from town to town. They uproot. They leave their families. They experience tough times. They are oftentimes confused and don't understand what's happening or why it's happening or what their role in the whole thing is. And sure, there's some amazing moments along the way, but even if you play the story out in the lives of each of the 12 disciples, they all end up dead at the end dying for this thing that they had been kind of interrupted into. And our American American evangelical message is that Christianity is the solution to your problems. When even in our historical accounts, our biblical understanding of what Christianity does to the lives of people is it upends them. And here we are sold a bill of goods that... I think oftentimes just leaves a bunch of people confused and disillusioned and walking away because life becomes more complicated, not simpler. So I'm going to talk about three ways I think life becomes more complicated, making Christianity not the solution to our problems. First, in the realm of knowledge, I think as humans, we love to know stuff. We love to assume that we have things figured out. It makes us feel safe. And I've lived a lot of my life in that realm, thinking that I knew the way things were and I knew the solution to people's problems. In fact, if you've ever been to a Baptist church, you've probably heard the phrase, you know that you know that you know that you know. At the end of a lot of church services, there'll be these altar calls where people are invited forward to make a decision to give their lives over to Jesus. And that phrase is used in association with that. Tonight, if you don't know that you know that you know that you know, come forward. And I see the complete opposite being a reality of a person 
who encounters Jesus. Even in the ministry of Jesus, Jesus didn't lead people to know that they know that they know that they know. People would come to Jesus asking questions, and he would complicate their lives by responding with another question or telling a really complex, multifaceted, often confusing story that served as a metaphor for a bigger idea. Jesus spent a little of his time helping people know that they know that they know that they know. In fact, probably more of his time was spent upending the sureness that is derived from thinking that you know. And as with anything, as you grow in your understanding of the divine, hopefully the outcome is that you now know what you don't know. You, as you grow in knowledge and understanding and experience, recognize that the moment where you learn a thing, it reveals to you 10 things that you don't know. And the more we grow, the more we realize we don't know. And this is one of the undergirding principles of a life with God, humility. And what is humility? Humility is realizing that we don't know. Humility is embracing a life of question asking. Humility is recognizing that the world and reality and especially God, are much bigger than our human comprehension. And I think that's the one of the end goals of life with God, is to recognize our humanity and to recognize that even the things we do know, even if something is revealed to us, even if we do understand something, we understand it in part. And I think it's designed that way. Because the moment we know everything, we become God. And the beauty of knowing things in part is that it is an opportunity for us to connect with other people, to unite with others who also have knowledge in part. And the more humility we exhibit and the more we look beyond ourselves, the wider picture we get. And hopefully in experiencing that wider picture, we then experience more of one another and we experience more of God and we experience more of the divine. And Christianity makes our life, following Jesus makes our life more complicated because it upends every part of our life that's built on being sure of something. And we begin to operate in the journey as opposed to expecting and being promised the destination. The second reason I think Christianity isn't the solution to our problems is because all of us want power, and Christianity is oriented around the exact opposite. We love getting things right or thinking that we're getting things right. We love thinking we know the right way to do stuff, because once we think we know, once we think we have the right methodology, we think it gives us a precedent to exert our philosophies and our methodologies over other people. We think if we can get it right, we can create legislation 
that forces other people to do it our way. So much of our lives are oriented around the concept of getting it right so we can begin exerting power over other people. We love power. And the message of Christianity is that we would become servants, not tyrants. The message of the life of Jesus is that we would lay our lives down, not that we would raise up into exerting our power over other people. In Christianity, we lay down our power over and over and over again. We don't exert our power over other people. I mean, you look at the life of Jesus, which the biblical story says at the end of his life, he laid himself down and he said, no greater love has any man that he would lay down his life for a friend. Christianity doesn't put us in positions of earthly power where we exert that power over other people. Even though the American evangelical church is built around celebrity, it's built around people whose voices are amplified over others. It's built even around ideologies that put certain people in power and other people are immediately and automatically disqualified from stepping into positions of authority. Christianity makes our life more complicated when it comes to our desire for power because the constant struggle is not one of moving upward up a ladder. It's a position of continually laying ourselves down that we might love other people well. It's making sacrifices so that others can step up. It's making sacrificial giving and generosity uh, an attribute of our lives, that we lay ourselves down so that we can lift other people up. Another reason Christianity isn't the solution to our problems is because it calls us to a new level of responsibility. If we're just living our lives our own way, things are so much easier. But the moment we're called to take responsibility for helping the poor come up out of being poor, of helping the, the oppressed become freed from their oppression, there are things that we have to start noticing that before we had the luxury of not noticing. Following Jesus, the call to Christianity, means that we start taking responsibility for things that before we had complete freedom to ignore. And let me just qualify this by saying there are a lot of people who aren't following Jesus who take a huge level of responsibility for ending really awful things on the face of the planet. So I'm not saying that Christians have a monopoly on doing good. There's a lot of people who are doing good. But the moment you step under the teachings of Jesus is the moment that you start taking responsibility for things. It's the moment that you no longer have the luxury of making a choice as to whether or not you're going to care about poor people. It's the moment where you no longer have the choice to determine that you just don't care about orphans. Following Jesus means engaging in social reform. It means caring about and learning about systems of oppression in our society. It means that we have to rethink our political ideologies. It means that we have to question things that put us at the center so that we can start putting people at the center, so that we can start putting others at the center, so that we would start taking responsibility for making things right. 
American evangelicalism has built a system, built an empire around promising people that Christianity is the solution to their problems. And I think there's a lot of disillusioned people who would actually resonate with the true message of Jesus, which is your life's about to get way more complicated because everything that you thought you knew, you're going to have to start questioning it. And everything that your life was about and gaining and maintaining power, you're about to have to open your hands to that. And you know what you're going to have to take hold of? A greater level of responsibility for caring for people. And so I don't know where you are today. I don't know if you're one of the ones in the Christian empire who is promising people that Christianity is the solution to their problems. If that's you, I invite you to, to reconsider the invitation you're extending. Or maybe today you find yourself in, in the Christian journey and wondering what you must be doing wrong because your life is complicated. Let me assure you that life after Jesus is complicated and maybe you're not doing anything wrong. In fact, if you think that your problems have been solved and that everything is hunky-dory, maybe that's the sign that you're doing something wrong. Maybe that's the sign that you're ignoring the true life after Jesus. And maybe you're somebody who has heard this Christian message and seen Christianity from the outside perspective of all of these people insisting that they know how everything is supposed to work and that Christianity is the solution to everyone's problems. Maybe at one time you were sold that bill of goods and you've become disillusioned because your life was more difficult. Well, let me say, I understand why you're disillusioned. Because Jesus never promised anybody that their life would be easier if they started coming and following him. We'll circle back around to the life of the disciples. Jesus invited them on a journey, and their life got way more complicated. And in fact, each of them ended up laying their lives down as a result of having said yes. Now, I think tradition and maybe even listeners who are uncomfortable with this episode of this podcast would like me at this point to give you the four reasons why Christianity is the best option for your life. But I think we have enough to think about right here. I'm not going to go on a sales pitch. I'm just going to pause here and hopefully give you some time to think about all this. And as you think about it, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. See you soon.